0: Section 81 of Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The World's Story, Volume 7. Germany, the Netherlands, and Switzerland. Edited by Eva March-Tappen. Section 81 the festival of st nicholas by mary mapes dodge we all know how before the christmas-tree began to flourish in the home-life of our country a certain right jolly old elf with eight tiny reindeer used to drive his sleigh-load of toys up to our house-tops and then bound down the chimney to fill the stocking so hopefully hung by the fireplace his friends called him santa claus and those who are most intimate ventured to say old nick it was said that he originally came from holland doubtless he did but if so he certainly like many other foreigners changed his ways very much after landing upon our shores in holland saint nicholas is a veritable saint and often appears in full costume with his embroidered robes, glittering with gems and gold, his mitre, his crozier, and his jeweled gloves. Here, Santa Claus comes rollicking along on the twenty-fifth of December, our holy Christmas morn. But in Holland, Saint Nicholas visits earth on the fifth, a time especially appropriated to him. Early on the morning of the sixth, he distributes his candies, toys, and treasures then vanishes for a year christmas day is devoted by the hollanders to church rites and pleasant family visiting it is on saint nicholas eve that their young people become half wild with joy and expectation to some of them it is a sorry time for the saint is very candid and if any of them have been bad during the past year he is quite sure to tell them so sometimes he carries a birch-rod under his arm and advises the parents to give them scoldings in place of confections and floggings instead of toys it was well that the boys hastened to their abodes on that bright winter evening for in less than an hour afterwards the saint made his appearance in half the homes of holland he visited the king's palace and in the self same moment appeared in annie baumont's comfortable home probably one of our silver half-dollars would have purchased all that his saintship left at the peasant Baumann's, but a half-dollar's worth will sometimes do for the poor what hundreds of dollars may fail to do for the rich it makes them happy and grateful fills them with new peace and love hilda van gleck's little brothers and sisters were in a high state of excitement that night they had been admitted into the grand parlour they were dressed in their best and had been given two cakes apiece at supper hilda was as joyous as any why not st nicholas would never cross a girl of fourteen from his list just because she was tall and looked almost like a woman on the contrary would probably exert himself to do honour to such an august-looking damsel, who could tell so she sported and laughed and danced as gaily as the youngest, and was the soul of all their merry games. Father, mother, and grandmother looked on approvingly, so did grandfather before he spread his large red handkerchief over his face, leaving only the top of his skull-cap visible this kerchief was his ensign of sleep earlier in the evening all had joined in the fun in the general hilarity there had seemed to be a difference only in bulk between grandfather and the baby indeed a shade of solemn expectation now and then flitting across the faces of the younger members had made them seem rather more thoughtful than their elders now the spirit of fun reigned supreme a very flames danced and capered in the polished grate a pair of prim candles that had been staring at the astral lamp began to wink at other candles far away in the mirrors there was a long bell-rope suspended from the ceiling in the corner made of glass beads netted over a cord nearly as thick as your wrist it generally hung in the shadow and made no sign but to-night it twinkled from end to end, its handle of crimson glass sent reckless dashes of red at the papered wall, turning its dainty blue stripes into purple. passers-by halted to catch the merry laughter floating through curtain and sash into the street, then skipped on their way with a startled consciousness that the village was wide awake at last matters grew so uproarious that the grandsire's red kerchief came down from his face with a jerk what decent old gentleman could sleep in such a racket mynheer van gleck regarded his children with astonishment the baby even showed symptoms of hysterics it was high time to attend to business madame suggested that if they wished to see the good saint nicholas they should sing the same loving invitation that had brought him the year before the baby stared and thrust his fist into his mouth as mynheer put him down upon the floor soon he sat erect and looked with a sweet scowl at the company with his lace and embroideries and his crown of blue ribbon and whalebone for he was not quite past the tumbling age he looked like the king of the babies the other children each holding a pretty willow basket formed at once in a ring and moved slowly around the little fellow lifting their eyes meanwhile for the saint to whom they were about to address themselves was yet in mysterious quarters madame commenced playing softly upon the piano soon the voices rose gentle youthful voices rendered all the sweeter for their tremor Welcome friend, Saint Nicholas, welcome. Bring no rod for us to-night. While our voices bid thee welcome, every heart with joy is light. Tell us every fault and failing, we will bear thy keenest railing. So we sing, so we sing, thou shalt tell us everything. Welcome friend, Saint Nicholas, welcome, welcome to this merry band. Happy children, greet thee, welcome, Thou art gladdening all the land. Fill each empty hand and basket, Tis thy little ones who ask it. So we sing, so we sing, Thou wilt bring us everything. During the chorus, sundry glances, Half in eagerness, half in dread, Had been cast towards the polished folding doors. Now a loud knocking was heard. The circle was broken in an instant. Some of the little ones, with a strange mixture of fear and delight, pressed against their mother's knee. Grandfather bent forward, with his chin resting upon his hand. Grandmother lifted her spectacles. Mynheer van Gleck, seated by the fireplace, slowly drew his meerschaum from his mouth while hilda and the other children settled themselves beside him in an expectant group the knocking was heard again come in said madame softly the door slowly opened and saint nicholas in full array stood before them you could have heard a pin drop soon he spoke what a mysterious majesty in his voice what kindliness in his tones karel van Gleck, I am pleased to greet thee, and thy honored Frau Katrine, and thy son and his good Frau annie Children, I greet ye all Hendrik, Hilda, Brom, Katie, Heugens, and Lucretia, and thy cousins, Wolfert, Diedrich, Miken, Faust, and Katrina Good children ye have been, in the main, since I last accosted ye diedrich was rude at the haarlem fair last fall but he has tried to atone for it since maike has failed of late in her lessons and too many sweets and trifles have gone to her lips and too few stuivers to her charity-box diedrich i trust will be a polite manly boy for the future and maike will endeavor to shine as a student let her remember too that economy and thrift are needed in the foundation of a worthy and generous life little Katie has been cruel to the cat more than once saint nicholas can hear the cat cry when its tail is pulled i will forgive her if she will remember from this hour that the smallest dumb creatures have feelings and must not be abused as Katie burst into a frightened cry the saint graciously remained silent until she was sued. Master Brome, he resumed, I warn thee that boys who are in the habit of putting snuff upon the footstove of the schoolmistress may one day be discovered and receive a flogging. Master Brome colored and stared in great astonishment. But thou art such an excellent scholar, I shall make thee no further reproof. Thou, Hendrik, didst distinguish thyself in the archery match last spring, and hit the duel footnote, bullseye, and a footnote. Though the bird was swung before it to unsteady thine eye, I give thee credit for excelling in manly sport and exercise, though I must not unduly countenance thy boat racing, since it leaves thee too little time for thy proper studies. Lucretia and hilda shall have a blessed sleep to-night their consciousness of kindness to the poor devotion in their souls and cheerful hearty obedience to household rule will render them happy with one and all i avow myself well content goodness industry benevolence and thrift have prevailed in your midst therefore my blessing upon you and may the new year find all treading the paths of obedience wisdom and love to-morrow you shall find more substantial proofs that i have been in your midst farewell with these words came a great shower of sugar-plums upon a linen sheet spread out in front of the doors a general scramble followed the children fairly tumbled over each other in their eagerness to fill their baskets Madame cautiously helped the baby down in their midst, till the chubby little fists were filled. Then the bravest of the youngsters sprang up and burst open the closed doors. In vain they peered into the mysterious apartment. St. Nicholas was nowhere to be seen. Soon there was a general rush to another room, where stood a table, covered with the finest and whitest of linen damask. Each child, in a flutter of excitement, laid a shoe upon it. The door was then carefully locked and its key hidden in the mother's bedroom. Next followed good-night kisses, a grand family procession to the upper floor, merry farewells at bedroom doors, and silence at last reigned in the Van Gleck mansion. Early the next morning, the door was solemnly unlocked and opened in the presence of the assembled household when lo a sight appeared proving st nicholas to be a saint of his word every shoe was filled to overflowing and beside each stood many a colored pile the table was heavy with its load of presents candies toys trinkets books and other articles every one had gifts from grandfather down to the baby little Katie clapped her hands with glee and vowed inwardly that the cat should never know another moment's grief hendrik capered about the room flourishing a superb bow and arrows over his head hilda laughed with delight as she opened the crimson box and drew forth its glittering contents the rest chuckled and said oh and ah over their treasures very much as we did here in america on last christmas day with her glittering necklace in her hands and a pile of books in her arms hilda stole towards her parents and held up her beaming face for a kiss there was such an earnest tender look in her bright eyes that her mother breathed a blessing as she leaned over her i am delighted with this book thank you father she said, touching the top one with her chin. I shall read it all day long. Aye, sweetheart, said mein Heer, you cannot do better. There is no one like Father Katz. If my daughter learns his moral emblems by heart, the mother and I may keep silent. The work you have there is the emblems, his best work. You will find it enriched with rare engravings from von der Venner, Considering that the back of the book was turned away, Mynheer certainly showed a surprising familiarity with an unopened volume presented by St. Nicholas. It was strange, too, that the saint should have found certain things made by the elder children, and had actually placed them upon the table, labelled with parents' and grandparents' names, but all were too much absorbed in happiness to notice slight inconsistencies hilda saw on her father's face the rapt expression he always wore when he spoke of jacob kotz so she put her armful of books upon the table and resigned herself to listen old father kotz my child was a great poet not a writer of plays like the englishman shakespeare who lived in his time i have read them in the german and very good they are very very good but not like Father Cotts. Cotts sees no daggers in the air. He has no white women falling in love with dusky moors, no young fools sighing to be a lady's glove, no crazy princes mistaking respectable old gentlemen for rats. No, no, he writes only sense. It is great wisdom in little bundles, a bundle for every day of your life. You can guide a state with Cotts' poems, you can put a little baby to sleep with his pretty songs. He was one of the greatest men of Holland. When I take you to The Hague, I will show you the cloister church where he lies buried. There was a man for you to study, my sons. He was good through and through. What did he say? O oh Lord, let me obtain this from Thee: to live with patience and to die with pleasure. Did patience mean folding his hands? no he was a lawyer statesman ambassador farmer philosopher historian and poet he was keeper of the great seal of holland he was a bah there is too much noise here i cannot talk and mynheer looking with astonishment into the bowl of his Meerschaum, for it had gone out nodded to his vrouw and left the apartment in great haste the fact is his discourse had been accompanied throughout with a subdued chorus of barking dogs squeaking cats and bleating lambs to say nothing of a noisy ivory cricket that the baby was whirling with infinite delight at the last little huichens taking advantage of the increasing loudness of meniere's tones had ventured a blast on his new trumpet and wolfert had hastily attempted an accompaniment on the drum this had brought matters to a crisis and well for the little creatures that it had the saint had left no ticket for them to attend a lecture on jacob katz It was not an appointed part of the ceremonies therefore when the youngsters saw that the mother looked neither frightened nor offended they gathered new courage the grand chorus rose triumphant and frolic and joy reign supreme. Good Saint Nicholas, for the sake of the young Hollanders, I, for one, am willing to acknowledge him and defend his reality against all unbelievers. End of section eighty-one. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone.